Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com! 
<laughs> I have had a day. Um, if you're looking at me right now and you look like, hey, did you lose your job at JCPenney's and then tried to fight your boss afterwards? The answer is yes. Uh, Merry fucking Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. Um, I'm, this is one of those days where I'm going to need a strike force. I'm going to need a, just a quick boom, boom. Um, this is that fucking 750 milliliter bottle I'm always talking about. <laughs> We've been shooting a sketch all goddamn day, Jabes. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tap you in here. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been shooting a Christmas sketch. Yeah, that's uh, will be out tomorrow or the day after. I forget. But uh, anyways, ran right from filming to here. Um, we didn't want to miss the, the show. Yeah, so hence I got a, a fake black eye and and the whole shit. Um, I have an ill-fitting brown suit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you I, have what are you what are you wearing there? Those? Well, these are not part of my costume. These are my real life gloves. What what what, what would you call those, Jabes? Because it looks like uh, I don't know. You're in some type of a female gang, like a bitch gang. Oh yeah, like a um, roller derby. Yeah, like a yeah, like, l- I'm like a real glow. hardcore roller yeah, derby. Yeah. Um, no, it's from the Zoolander, uh, the derelict mm, line. Those are nice. <laughs> those are nice. Is that real? No, 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 no it's not. but it um it was sort of a fad a long time ago. I don't like to keep up with trends. I like to get them <laughs> on the way down. Yeah, yeah. On sale. Yep. Okay, because years they're later. out years, years later, later yeah. and that's how I live my fashion life. I um, look. I, I understand it, but I don't I know, know if you guys can see my blue. Can you see the blue eyeshadow? I mean, oh, really? Yeah. Ah, yeah. So uh, I, um, yeah. I'm reprising a role myself. So, uh, yeah, exciting day. That's the life of a Patterson. Yeah, you you are. We we did this Christmas sketch last year. Um, it was doing really well, and then Facebook shut it down ah. uh, for about 72 hours because there was a live birth in the. There was a live birthing scene. Oh, yes. In the background. Yes. Yes. And then you you have the 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 option to fight Facebook and say, hey, th- there's a reason why there's a live birth say, in hey. here. And it came from like a health video from the government. It was just like a stock stock footage sure. uh, video from yesteryear. And uh, I, I submitted that to them with the link. And then they, well, they put the video back up. Oh, okay. Um, so it's still there. Like, oh, it's for educational purposes. Yes. Sure. Yes. So they, they did put the video back up. It's still on my page. Okay. However, it just kind of died at like 15,000 views. But uh, yeah. if you go to the Ross Patterson Facebook page um, and just click on, uh, is it Super, yeah, Super Drunk Silent Night. Yes. Um, this one is, uh, God rest ye merry gentlemen. Yeah. Um, super drunk and uh, we're, we're repeating that sketch. But we've been shooting all morning and uh, need a little strike force in my in my drink, if you will. In your beak. Yeah. Whew. Is that a... Whew. 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 I didn't have time Whew. to make coffee. I didn't have time to make coffee. So no, I, just I hear you. I mean, we're really on the I go. Know. I know. And, and I, look, our show is brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Segway Sally. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Finest. Blends and or roast in the in the whole game. Uh, big fan of their coffee. Uh, super grateful that they, they they came on to join the show 
because not only do I drink it every day, but I wear their fucking apparel every day. And I was at, I was, it took, took my hour, eh, sometimes he's my son, to uh, <laughs> McDonald's last night. You babysit sometimes, yeah. Yeah, and I, and <laughs> I, was, I, was watching, uh, I was watching him play in the, in the jungle gym and all that stuff. And I was wearing a Black Rifle Coffee sweatshirt. And one of the, the, the dudes who worked there behind the counter was like, oh, shit, Black Rifle Coffee, dude. I fucking love those videos. And I was like, right on, man. Oh, that's awesome. You're like, my kid's here. Can we yeah, keep can you the language? Tone down the nah, language. Nah, fuck it. Yeah. And you're all fucking forget it. I know. I know. And, yeah. uh, and we broke out. We ended up smoking a bowl um, inside the jungle gym. And, uh, sure. Really, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In those, uh, <laughs> right, molest- right. the molester tube. Yeah. The, the molester tube inside the jungle gym. Yeah. We're hot boxing in there. You sure. Just, and there's nothing but fucking weed smoke coming out of the, the tunnel to the slide where it's God. just, mm-hmm. yeah. La 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 la. Yeah. It's the motherfucking deal. Snoop Dogg. Uh, this, speaking of which, this is the 25th anniversary of The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Oh, really? Did it you is. forget about him? It is. Mm, I personally didn't, and I no, never would. No. I never would. I never forget about Dre. <laughs> I think you forgot about Dre. Uh, do you, I never forget about Dre. Don't put that on me because I never would. Yeah, no, you never would. You know, I'm not. I don't. I don't talk talk to him like you know. Like, like, talk about guns like he ain't got none. Yeah, because yeah, he has yeah, a bunch. Yeah, he's got a ton. He's got a ton. Uh, who you know who else has got a ton? Black Rifle Coffee. They got some. They have <laughs> a bunch of guns. Over guns, there. They some for guns sure. over there. Uh, it's a premium roast to blend. Yeah. Um, and they, look, it just comes right off the roasters and then they ship it right to your fucking house. Go to blackriflecoffee.com. Use the promo code revolution for 20% off. It's that type of year. It's that type of year where you just need a lot of coffee. I feel like I haven't slept this entire year, Javes. This year's, this year's flying, like flown <laughs> by to me. Are you a mom from preschool? That's what I feel like. Guys. I, I, I um, feel, I feel like this year's gotten away from me. Definitely. Uh, well, you know me, but I felt, yeah, I felt behind, not behind, but like you're just, I mean, yeah, I, I, I've done I, a lot this year in particular. Fuck, man. I mean, just looking back in this year, two books, a movie, we do five shows a week, countless fucking sketches. And then we did live shows and, you know, stand up specials and all that shit. And uh, it's a marathon for sure. Right now. It's a marathon. And then we're heading to um, Alabama to fundraiser Monday nights uh, in Birmingham for the Crawford Foundation. Uh, one, one of my beef fries, Clay Crawford, um, giving back. Uh, it's going to be an awesome night. Uh, super stoked. You can uh, donate at the Crawford Foundation dot org. Um, and uh, yeah, super stoked about that. But we're going to be going again in Birmingham. Yeah, they um, requested that you host, right? Yes. And then they asked for me to come and just like eat a bunch. I know. Which is so weird. Yeah. yeah. That like we each got our like our talents. Do you know what I mean? Like identify. Um, Well, they're utilizing our talents. Appreciate it. Yeah. You know that we each like people know what we can do best. Yeah. And they they keep us in our lane. Which is nice. Yeah. Which which is really nice. For me. (laughs) Um, And by the way, anybody watching the video show right now tuning in like mid show has no idea why I have this black eye. Which I like. I don't think we should address it. I'm not going to anymore. Obviously. What I am going to address is our next sponsor. Straightrazors.com. There we go. Come on. See, I don't know. Yeah. You know, a lot of people You're were late. missing. Well, they were You're missing late. my sound effects on the video show because it's like, I don't know. Like, I, why? You know what I mean? You're always welcome. No oh. one's no one's stopping you from doing okay. sound effects, Michael so Winslow. You guys, all of the people that wrote in. Yep. Many, 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 many. Both many, of them. Both of them. Many, many, both. Sure. 
um, I'll be doing them again. Yeah, okay. you will. Yeah, you will. Uh, straightrazors.com. Look, they've got some new fucking dope shit. They've got some shampoos, some conditioners now uh, for the hair. They got mustache waxes uh, for this guy. Boom, boom. Um, boy, I use the shit out of it. I'm not going to have this mustache much longer, by the way. But uh, a lot of people are asking, like, you're keeping that, right? I'm like, no, I'm not. I want you to keep it. I know you do. Um, but I, it's just, it's enough. Like, I've had enough of it. Um, I, I like it for a few months, um, but I, all of it was shaped, trimmed, maintained everything from straightrazors.com. Super grateful for them. Not only that they're a sponsor, but I fucking uh, I, I use this shit every day. Uh, their Smolder Aftershave is the jam, and um, their cologne, Smolder Cologne, is amazing. Uh, they've got straight razors, and they've got uh, safety straight razors, in case you're, you're a little timid about it. We go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. It's a great stocking stuffer. It's a hell of a fucking shaving kit. They give you, and uh, it'll ship before Christmas, kids, if you get it now. StraightRazors.com, promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. Last but not least, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. I, I, I said them at the top. It's the, the finest energy drink in, in the land. Uh, I don't need to go there anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Lemon, orange, make America grape again, original. Uh, they got that 750 milliliter bottle. Subscription of the month club. They ship to your fucking house. So you don't have to go anywhere, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, and it's just a tasty tiny little tin pouch. Squeezes anything. This is just water. Water and strike force. I didn't have time to make coffee. I didn't have time I to make know coffee. You said. You so said. I'm drinking that. I also feel like since I look like this, like I can just, you know, kind of bleh, I say whatever I want today. Yeah. Which is nice. Not that I don't say what I want every single day. Let's go for or, it. Or every, every hour. But uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. 20% off. Last but not least, a nice she cries while he rides his steed. The first ever romance novel for dudes. Funniest book ever written by me. Small genius, whatever. Boy genius. A lot of people compare me to Vicky the Robot um, from that show, Small Wonder. So, oh, I love Small Wonder. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. Uh, it, is, it is currently sold out of Amazon, which is fucking awesome. But and that's not a that's lie. I've been telling, that's not a lie. Um, but that's, that's where I've been telling people to go. I, look, it's sold out of a lot of bookstores. Nothing I can fucking do about it. Sequel's coming out next year. Go to walmart.com or uh, barnesandnoble.com. There's a bunch of dot-coms that have the fucking book. And uh, it, that, that's the jam for Christmas because the sequel's coming out whoo, in about six, six months, I think. Six months. Okay. I am done with that fucking thing. Uh, we got a big show tonight, Jabes. Yeah. We, you know what? We're going to start off with the Roy Moore election recap. And um, we, we did a call-in show. I, or else I would have did this. The, the day before the last show we did a call-in show though on the vegas conspiracy um uh shooting that i think is a fucking conspiracy we had a bunch of call-in thanks so thank you to everybody who called in and it was a that was a fucking crazy awesome show uh i don't want to say they've they're burying it but itunes is burying that episode huh yeah super strange Suspect. i'm not kidding either i'm not kidding when i say that um, cause we get the numbers, we get the charts every, uh, they're updated every, you know, five seconds. So like we, we can see the numbers, the numbers are better than, you know, some of the other shows and they're not popping up on the charts. They're trying to hide it, Jabes. They're trying to hide it. But Rostradamus was wrong. Uh, Rostradamus was wrong on Roy Moore and I'm glad, like I, I'm, I'm happy about that. Right. It was, uh, I said 50, 48 Roy Moore over, uh, Doug Jones and ended up being 50 48, but the other guy. And uh, a lot of I've seen a lot of people celebrating 
you know, Democrats and all this shit. And hey, you did it, Alabama. We're so proud of you. Such a condescending fucking tone. Um, like, right. like, like, like they're all a what bunch you of think we were gonna backwoods do. fucking retards yeah. who can't vote yeah. or like get the fuck out of here with that shit. Um, like uh, Alyssa Milano and, and yeah, you, you name it. Oh, sweet Alabama. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You oh, did it. Has- little guys. Hey, little guys. Hashtag thanks Alabama. You guys are your own fucking state. You're picking and choosing who you want. And that's the beauty of, of voting for your own state. Um, You've known this Roy Moore more than, you know, longer than we longer have. Everybody else says, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you I, didn't like him. But, but look, I did say this five, maybe five or six months ago when he won that initial primary. I was shocked that he won. And I said, look, when this December election comes up, if he gets in, there's, it's trouble. Like, that's not a good sign. He's, he, he's too far Right, like he's too he's far off the thing. for sure. And in, in these these celebrations that you're seeing, like I would be really careful because he lost by twenty thousand votes. That's it, mm-hmm. twenty thousand votes. Uh, there were there were twenty two thousand write ins for like Nick Saban, the head coach of Alabama football. Mm-hmm. So if you want to flip that one way or another, Roy Moore gets in. Uh, one, two. The next election is in twenty. Uh, 20 for them, I believe. And, uh, f- for the Senator, uh, uh, that guy, the guy who, who won is probably out. Alabama has been a red state as long as, um, right. They just wanted someone else in then anybody then other Moore. than Roy. Moore. Yeah, yeah. Anybody yeah, yeah. other than Roy Moore. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't think it's that much cause for a celebration for only winning by 20,000 votes and essentially two percentage points for a guy who's arguably, the worst candidates for a senator, maybe of all time. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know anybody who was more hated or, or just had such extreme views um, as far as, you know, homosexuality and, and things like that, where it's mm-hmm. just like, I like he didn't believe it. He doesn't believe in homosexuality. Well, he thinks it should be legal. Illegal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, separation of church and state. Yep. He wants like, um, which, you know, homosexuality is, is legal in the United States. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for the longest time, the Democrats wouldn't pass that law. Um, it took a lot of arm twisting and Obama finally passed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but even they were, they were against it as well. But it, look, it finally got passed as well. It should. Right. And the fact that this guy was living in the fucking dark ages with this, this whole shit, um, I, that's just not the type of person to be in there. Mm-mm. So me personally, I, I look at this as a, as a positive win for the nation, maybe a negative for the Senate in, in the fact that, you know, you're looking at 51, 49 now, um, in the Senate. And whenever it's that close, chances are a lot of, a lot of legislation isn't going to get passed. So you're going to be stuck on shit for years. And it happened with Obama more than likely it's going to happen with Trump now, um, for a lot of these issues that are coming up. And, uh, I, it is what it is, but it, you know this this uh, this guy sh- should not have been in. So uh, I, I think overall it is a win for the nation, and um, you know you you take you take a a loss like this when it when it can help your country because mm-hmm. um, there is there look there is people that out there I, I don't understand it personally, but there's people that feel hopeless and and shit like that, um, and not 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 to say that I don't understand it personally because of my own life. But because of politics, I don't understand people who feel hopeless about life because of politics. 
politics has never affected my life personally. Um, and now if you're a homosexual man or woman living in Alabama and, and Roy Moore would have won, yes, that would have affected your life. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's, that's a guy who just truly does not believe in your lifestyle mm-hmm. and your love and state of mind. And then you have issues. He didn't win. So, so it, it's not, the country doesn't really feel that way. So it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, overall I, I was happy to see it when it went down. Yeah. Um, and no matter who you voted for, again, and we, we've stressed this a million times in the show, we don't care who you voted for. In this one instance, though, everybody was kind of rooting for the other guy. Where it's just you, like, they were like, just, eh, just, just, yeah. just get that guy out of there. There wasn't a lot of votes, though. It was not. So a lot of people did vote for him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, look, it was extremely close. And it came down to, you know, I, look, early part of the night, it looked like a blowout. Yeah. And then, you know, for, for Roy Moore. And then little by little... It, you know, numbers started coming in and all of that shit. He still hasn't conceded to this day, by the way. And he's asking for a, re- shit, a recount. That's the kind of shit that he does. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, the, he's that kind of person. Uh, but I will say this tw- 20,000 votes. That's probably, I mean, look, in any other race, that's enough to fucking ask for a, a recount. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a moot point. Yeah. Um, it's just to do it at this point. Yeah. But the right guy won. Um, and, and I, I, for one night, it's, it seemed like a, a, a positive for the nation. Yeah. Hopefully some legislation can get passed. And then, uh, the, look, the real, the real test, cause I, you know, I read some things that like, uh, Oh, uh, they were, they really stuck it to Trump. I don't, I don't think so on this one. I think people yeah. just hated this guy that in, in that state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they threw, look, uh, Obama made robocalls. Uh, Biden made Romo calls, so did uh, Hillary, and into the state of Alabama for the other candidate, and they threw a ton of money in it. And to only win by twenty thousand, though, still a little like, oof. yeah. Uh, so I, I think the real test will be in the uh, the, the twenty eighteen uh, those midterm elections coming up in twenty eighteen. If you see a, a drastic swing in the House and the Senate, then you'll know people are off the fucking Trump train, and, and they're done with that. But uh, until then, I, like, this one's too early to call of what, what this means. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think in the meantime, in the short term, it's just a, it's just a win for the nation. Just a, just a, a win for the nation. Uh, I, th- I read a fucking awesome story, too, that I really wanted to talk about. And this is something I always wanted to do. And fucking George Clooney did it. He did the goddamn thing. Um, did you hear about this with his friends? Um, yeah. How did this story not go untold like untold for this so this happened in uh september 27th of 2013 and the reason why is like he's got a group of best friends he calls the boys right um which look you could have come up with a better name okay could have come up with a better name Gay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my group of friends is called the boys the boys um hey you want to get the boys together yeah yeah a- anyways it, it's, it's cute it's cute and dorky and george clooney is dorky yeah so he says marked september i'm gonna read this verbatim because it's it's that cool of a story where you're like god damn it man it's just when you think like the, the guy couldn't be a nicer guy and you're like all right great you fucking asshole you you're still crazy. nice Ugh. you're still nice you're still awesome you yeah. dick move out of italy for immigration but uh no but this story is uh, amazing so he said mark september uh, 27 2013 in your calendar everybody's gonna come to my house for dinner 
Um, when they arrived for dinner, uh, his 13 best friends, um, there was black designer luggage bags at each setting at the table. And it was just the dudes, no wives, no nothing. The and boys. The boys. <laughs> was it Saturday? Yeah, probably. Um, we'd have to look up that date. But uh, here's what was really cool. And he, says, he said, listen, I, I want you guys to know how much you've meant to me and how much you mean to me in my life currently. I came to L.A. I slept on your couch. I'm so fortunate uh, in my life to have you all. And I couldn't be where I am today without all of you. So it was really important to me that while we're still all here together, that I give back and I want you to open your suitcases. Um, they open up the suitcases. There's each there's a million dollars a piece in twenty dollar bills in each suitcase. Um, so he says every one of us, which is four, fourteen including him, got a million dollars of his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and. He's just like, look, we've been through some hard times. I've been through some hard times. Some of you are still going through hard times. You don't have to worry about your kids. You don't have to worry about schools, private schools. You don't have to worry about paying your mortgage anymore. And I'll also pay for the taxes on this million dollars. For the year, yeah. Which the taxes on a million dollars, in case you don't realize, is 37%. So that's $370,000. Yeah. So he paid for the taxes as well on the million dollars. Now, what year was this? Uh, this was September 27th of 2014. 14. Uh, no, I'm sorry. 13. Okay. 13. Um, and then on September 27th of 2014, he got married. Right. Um, well, some of his friends, the boys, mm-hmm. were um, not like, because one of them's Gerber, right? Cindy Crawford. Randy Gerber. He's good. Yeah. He's a, uh, by he's the way, if you good. don't know Randy Gerber. Uh, like, this is a part of you that, that looked at Cindy Crawford when she got married to Randy Gerber, fuck, 30 years ago, 20 years ago. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and you we were like, who is this guy? Like, right. don't never heard of him, nothing. He designs hotels and is richer than everybody in Hollywood. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. And he's pimpy. Like, he's pimpy looking and yeah. does the whole shit, yachts and all that. So they've been friends, best friends with Clooney yeah. for years. They opened up a hotel together. They did the tequila together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, what, what is it? Casa, Casa de Migas or yeah. whatever the fuck Casa it's called. Amigas. I don't drink it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did that together. Uh, they sold that for $3 billion. Um, so he's good. He's um, good. He's good. And he was like trying not this to. This was before the tequila sale though. Yeah. But he was still good. And yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I don't want to take this. And he was like, if you don't take it, nobody gets it. And the other people that were the boys are people that are not like, you know, they're just normal sure. dudes. And some of them sure. are living paycheck to paycheck. So yep. like when you fear, first hear the story, you're like, oh, rich ass Clooney gives money to all his rich ass friends. It's like, yeah. cool. But that wasn't the case at all. It's not and the then, case. And, and then Gerber gave his to charity. charity. He gave his to charity. And uh, he said, look, if, if one of you turns it down, none of you get it. And yeah. uh, so you had to keep it. You and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And I, you know, I will say this. I got to play basketball with him and the boys um, <laughs> one time. It was at their uh, lawyer's house. Like a pickup basketball Clooney. I, I think we may have mentioned this on another show. He likes to play a lot of basketball, or, or you, he used to at least. Um, yeah, I'm sure he used to. So his friends were all like, you know, uh, some of them were character actors, commercial actors. One of them was uh, Richard Kind, um, Spin City. Like, Richard Kind. Yeah. You, you'd know him when you, okay. if, you, if you saw him, character actor. And uh, 
you know, I, all of them unassuming, nice guy. It wasn't like he was playing basketball he with, out with real people. real people. Yeah. yeah. So it's not it's not like he was, you know, like Brad Pitt was over and Matt Damon or Ben right. Affleck. It was normal people. Um, and these have been his friends for years and years and years. And, and a lot because a lot of people don't know this. Like he's he started in like late 70s early 80s in la so like he's been there a long fucking oh, yeah. time and he wasn't doing well for a long 20 time. years uh, probably 20 years before er yeah e- er was was but he was you know an attack of the killer tomatoes and all that shit and like he, he worked his way up fuck he was on what roseanne. facts of life roseanne yeah. uh and then blew up so the, the fact that he did this for all of his friends like I think it's awesome and having met them in in Play, you know, play ball with him and at least got to know him for a tiny fucking couple minutes in my life. Uh, they were all normal people and that's just a fucking awesome baller move thing to do. I would do it. So I would, I would too. Because it's it, out there. If you have Clooney money, you have to. Exactly. You and, can't and just sit around with all your fucking coins. The other thing in LA that I think is it goes untalked about a lot is it is a, it, it is a lonely, isolating city. And you don't have too many friends. You have a lot of acquaintances, mm-hmm. um, even the people you work with. Like, you know, I, I've done a gajillion fucking movies, but I, I would say there's maybe four or five that I actors that I hang out with after work, like that I'm still friends with to this day. Um, you know, most of these films, it's like a sleepaway camp. You're all friends for a short amount of period of time. Then everybody breaks up and goes back to... And you to, all say that you're going to hang out and you're going to keep in touch and we're going to hang out happen. all the time yeah. and never see them again. No, no. Never. And uh, so the, the fact that he's he's been able to maintain this close-knit group for that long, um, you know, I, I I was fortunate enough that my some most of my best friends from college moved out to L.A. with me, mm-hmm. um, or at least over the years. Uh so I, I would say I always had a good stable of like five to six close best friends that were real people for forever and ever. And then, you know, a handful of actor friends. Mm-hmm. But I, w- I would do the exact same thing. Um, and like, like that would be the ultimate dream to be like, hey, man, you don't have to worry about shit anymore. Right. Because uh, I look. You know, it would be really cool is to just be one of the boys. Yeah. One of the boys that gets the million. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll either be the guy that know. would be great too, but I wouldn't mind just being at the table and being a boy. Yeah, you know, well, being one of the boys. Uh, you know, let's say you were friends with Clooney for thirty years. You know, you're they're probably his, his own age, and if to get that million after a thirty year wait, it's, uh, it's a long time. Richard Kind, that's a weird looking motherfucker. He is, he is, but I, <laughs> but he's got to have money. He was on Spin City. He with, has, he's on everything. Yeah, ever. He was on Spin City with he's Barry good. Boswick. He's um, good for years. Um, but it that that was just a really cool mo- like gesture, and I was I I haven't heard too many things like this stories at least no. in Hollywood where you're like oh no. fuck that was awesome. No people Way at that go, point man. usually because they feel bad right. So you have all this money, and I'm sure Clooney's just like sitting again on his gold coins, and it's like you either start these giving to charity and like doing these charity events right. and stuff like that, or you can do stuff like this. Where you like give back to your friends and it all, it feels the same yeah. as far as like, I can't just have all this money and not do anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So good people usually feel that way. And they either, like I said, give it a lot to charity or you're a fucking 
awesome motherfucker and you give it to your friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder how fucked up they got that night. Ugh. I mean, I bet, I bet, I bet you that was an epic level of trash where you're just Holy like, wow, shit, yeah. Like you go for it on a night like that. Divorces, yeah. <laughs> Later, Later. Yeah. I'm one of the boys. Yeah. Some, yeah. Of, some of them kept the suitcases for two years and, until the divorce was final, and mm-hmm. then don't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know there was probably like NDAs that had to be signed or something. Randy Gerber doesn't give a shit because he's loaded. He doesn't, and I wonder if they're. Wasn't, but it's just not something that you talk about. And then George Clooney won't make a comment about it. No. So, you know, it's one of those things that like, why would you say it? Unless George Clooney says it himself, right? Right, 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 right. Why are you like, hey, this one time? Yeah. (laughs) This one time? Hey. And who was talking to any one of the other boys? Gerber's the only one that would get a chance. Yeah. You don't really hear him talk much. No, no, you don't actually. Mm -mm. You never, I... He's one of those rich guys that's just like in the corner, yeah. He's in every photo, though. Like, if you look, Randy Gerber's in every fucking photo at every event you could imagine and just being cool. Mm -hmm. And we were just like, oh, fuck, who's that guy? Like, I think I I, I saw that guy in a bunch of photos before I found out who he was. And I was like, oh, that's what that guy does? Fuck. Sure. Now I get it. Um, restaurant tour like that's a dream of mine to have like a restaurant tour friend. like mario vitale so you can you can harass the uh, uh, uh. you know mario vitale can harass me uh he's done whatever he's done. No, no. i know he's done but like i don't know eh. like it's weird harass though like the way i'll just get, give you shit about uh, it or or if you're getting harassed by a chef like wouldn't that be like a woman's dream where it's like cool are you gonna cook for me the next day or no because if, if I get a meal out of it the next morning, then we're going to have Those celebrity a party. chefs don't really cook that much anymore. But um, A party. Do, do they not? Is, that not how, is that not how the gig works? They just end up being like a personality. And you can't... The more you start judging people on their food, right? So they right. do these like, ju- like cooking shows where they're like judging and they're like, you know, teaching you how to make these things. Like you can't show too much how... How, oh, uh, How give away you your cook. secrets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you get a bad review or somebody doesn't I've, like it or something like that. Or you I've, lose the competition yeah. or whatever. It's kind of like the secret sauce at McDonald's is what you're saying. What is it? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's a secret, Jesse. You can't give away that secret, obviously. So I think I think we're pretty much uh, on the onesie twosies here. Samesies. On the on the level Samesies. together. Samesies. We're on the yeah. same level in Donkey Kong with but that. I want to be friends with someone that like opens restaurants. Yeah. Hey guys, come to the opening. Yeah. I'll take care of you. I'll That'd take nice. care of you. Yeah, I know. That'd be nice. You get this like awesome table. <laughs> the closest I get is I went last night went out with my book club. What up? Yeah. What up? Yeah. And um, we got taken care of by a waiter that I know in town. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, Brian. What up? Yeah. What up, dog? You were the you were the fanciest girl in town last yeah, night. Yeah, I, I had heard. a friend on the out, on the inside. Yeah. You know, and that's because I go out a lot. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah you're always you, out in the town that's how you get a friend yeah. in the biz to take <laughs> care of you i, wa- I want to just say a little shout out to brian absolutely we know him fire away i love he, brian he was um manager at this place that we did a bunch of our events yep, when we real first cafe. moved out here real cafe yeah. um awesome dude one of those people that just takes pride in whatever they do yes Great guy. Um, just great at what they do. And that's, I respect the shit out of that. The, that's the kind of person that you get, like, they get plucked from a from a restaurant to be, like, a COO. Because they're just so, do you know what I mean? Sure. Like, take pride in it. It's like, I don't care if you work at Wendy's. 
Yeah. I don't care if you, if you are like, I, I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent. So that's, he's someone that, you know, he's managers and he, he's high up in all of these like restaurants around here, but it, he take you know, yeah. it's a good gig. It really is. Good gig. And he, but he takes pride in it and he's really good at it. And I just love him. So Brian, what a little, <laughs> what, what is, up, and I got taken care of. Yeah. Said, Here's the, you can have the table by the bar. I'll take care of you. I, li- I like that. So I, I like anybody, I special. anybody who's, who's good at their job and takes pride in their oh, job. It's hard to fucking find dude. There was a, there was a thread that went viral maybe yesterday um, about this woman who was uh, working with this editor at a, at a newspaper. Okay. And, they, they, this, this theme came up about taking pride in your work and being good at what you do. No matter if you don't particularly like the job or like the thing you're doing, uh, because you treat it as either a stepping stone moving forward or, you know, to work your way up within the company you're at to do something better that you actually want yes. to do. But you still need to take pride in your job and be good at what you do. Mm-hmm. This woman was a, she was a movie critic. Um, for a magazine, and she had to go see this movie called The Good German, which it's, it's a movie from 2006 with uh, Steven Soderbergh directed it. Super fucking boring. It's in black and white. It's uh, it's a tough movie to sit through. Sure. Um, they, they it was up for for some awards here and there or whatever. And this woman who was writing the review. Uh, stopped because she she couldn't remember this line in the movie. And she wrote it into the article and she wanted to double check it. So she went back to the theater and checked it. She watches the movie, can't find the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so she calls up her friend who was also working um, for this, this news outlet as well and drags her friend there and she's like, hey, this movie's fucking hard to sit there and it's brutal. But I'm looking for this one line, and I want to know if you hear it because I can't, I can't find it anymore. And I'm, I'm trying to, to use it for this review. She's like, well, how many times have you seen this movie? She's like, I, this is my third time. Oh, no. Yeah. So they go and watch it for the third, you know, this woman's third time, the other one's first. Mm-hmm. Can't find the line. She's like, I'm really sorry. She was like, I cannot, I cannot hear that line that, that you were trying to write in your article. Like, I, I didn't hear it. Maybe I missed it. I don't know. And this, this one line drove this, she thought it was so important to her review that she, she was like, I, I just determined Helen high water to get it right. She made her way into Steven Soderbergh, got his number, um, and said, Hey, I just have one question for you. Um, it is literally about one line of dialogue in your movie mm-hmm. and I'm trying to write this review on it. Um, but I, I really love this one line and I'm trying to tie it together and, and he goes, oh, I, I think you saw a screener of the movie, but that wasn't the final cut. So that line didn't make it. And she was like, oh, okay. Well, um, mystery solved. I appreciate your time. Goodbye. Hangs up the phone, whatever. M- writes her review and then goes on about her day. Mm-hmm. No, not, nobody ever mentioned it. Nobody ever said anything about it again. And this woman went on to describe her. She's now the fucking head editor in charge. Like, uh, you know. Just yeah, because she took took pride. Because you take pride, you take job, time, take you time, do things right. You fact check. You try you don't to do fuck things people right. Over yeah, and uh, it was such a bizarre story to go back and and I guess call out or, or give props to this woman from you know fucking ten years ago from this movie. But she was like, it is an excellent point about if you 
love or you or you try to do the best at what you do whatever it is whatever it is uh, it is not a guarantee you will succeed but it's pretty goddamn close because she she started off this piece by saying i've known people who've busted their asses and not succeeded um this one woman did here's why and here's mm-hmm. the lengths she did to do it and you were like fucking a i love hearing stories like that yeah there aren't enough of them out there um i wish more people would write about shit like that yeah because that's more fascinating than f- fucking Trump had you wanna, 12 Diet Cokes for right. Christmas or whatever. And if you want to talk about, you know, success and what it means or whatever, I think it should be that you can lay your head down at night and be like, I did the best that I could do today in whatever it is. Yeah. I, and look, that can be, you know. I, you know, I, I've, I've, I've been on both sides of it. When you're fucking struggling and you're killing yourself and it does nothing. It is really goddamn hard to go to sleep at night when you're like, man, I, my best was not good enough today. At least for me personally. Like, uh, where, where it's, it, it gets frustrating after a while. Um, so it's hard to, be, to, to love what you do or try to be great at your job every day if there's a lot of frustration. There's no breakthrough on something, you know? Um, well, it's something you can control, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you can't control, like, who's going to notice you or how totally. you know, much. Absolutely. The thing you can control is... Iron your fucking shirt. You know what I mean? Like, get a good night's sleep. Like, look, yep. example of what not to look over there. Yeah. But, you know, if you're a plumber, like, work clean. Yeah. Put the little booties on your fucking shoes before you come into someone's house. Like, check, don't price gouge people. Like, the little things that you can control. Sure. Control those, and good things may happen after that. Yeah. I, I, and I would look say. Look good. Yeah. I would say it's probably 90, 10, mm-hmm. you know, probably only 10, I, like there's probably 10% of people who, who absolutely killed themselves doing something and, and, and didn't succeed at yeah. it um, every single day. Yeah. But that's what I said. What is your definition of success? Right. Right. Uh, are you well, a good it, it, person that took yes. pride in your work and yeah. you did a great job and you're, you know, and taking that depends care on the person. Of, yeah. Taking care of what you need to take care of. But yeah, not that there isn't people that struggle, but yeah, again, when you're on the, when you're struggling. It's like, what are the things that I can control? Yeah. And then I just do those right now because at some point you can just let things spin out of control, right? Sure. And, you know, I've seen the other side of it where you see people who take shit for granted. And like there was a story uh, two days ago on that, that uh, this guy named uh, Nerlens Noel um, or Noel Nerlens or something. uh, Either way, it's a guy with like two last names where you're like, hey man, what are we doing? And he played for Kentucky. He was great at Kentucky. One and done guy, went to the NBA. One of the first picks in the draft. And I I saw that like over the summer, they were doling out like massive contracts. And he got like this four-year $72 million offer. And he said, no, I want 100. And it was like, oh my God. Like I cringe at shit like that. And so after that, he like nobody wanted to sign him. He ended up kind of getting hurt. Mm-hmm. So he had to he had signed with somebody for like four million dollars. It was just like you just threw sixty eight million dollars out the window just for being fucking greedy. Like it's it's crazy when you see that side of it too, where you're like, right. what the fuck are you doing? Oh god, that's it's infuriating uh, just to watch somebody flush it too, like just absolutely fucking flush it. It's crazy to me. My I get really frustrated with. I think it's champion syndrome or survivor syndrome or something where these people that have gotten all these opportunities, let's say like 
Michael Phelps or something, right? Right. Or like a skier. A skier is a good example because like your family had to be rich. Yeah. You had to like get all these. Bodie Miller. Yeah. Right. And you're just like, hey, you know, just just work hard and have a dream and it'll happen for you. And it's like, "Mm." no, that's not how it works. No. no. Um, So don't just tell me to work real hard and it'll happen. Because you, you, you don't say that, well, my family was rich and we went skiing every, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I had all the equipment, I had ski lessons, and, and stuff look, like that where they don't say, or Phelps or whatever, where you're just like, just work really hard. Exactly. Hollywood's a great example too, where- Just you, follow your dreams. Yeah, follow your dreams. I, I've seen people in the entertainment industry who have a, a ton of talent and don't make it. Um, yes. And then I've seen- uh, the other side where it's like people with no talent make it and you're just like, Jesus Christ. And advice from people like that, like I can't even handle no. it because there's nothing that you can, there's no, no formula no, no. that you can there's, give no. me. Just do this and just read all the plays that you can and just like audition all the time and eventually it'll happen. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's like, nope, it actually doesn't work like that. Again, take pride in what you do. Yep. Do the best that you can. Hit the pavement, but you know, if it, if the right thing at the right time at the exact thing and the luck and the, all of these things don't align. Sure. It it wasn't, it's not going to happen. No. And, and you know, the other, the other side of it that I, that I also got to see was like celebrities, kids too. Um, yeah. That's a, I just felt, (laughs) yeah, it's a 50, 50 where it's like, I've met a lot of celebrities, kids who just didn't make it where you're like. Oh, fuck. So the nepotism thing doesn't always work for, for almost works against you sometimes. It depends on how you handle it. Yeah. How you approach it and like using the last name and dropping the name all the time. Or if you just go straight off your talent and you drop that later. Nope. It's nope. awesome. Don't do it. I'm I'm gonna look right into camera since we're doing a video show on this as well today and say, if you were someone famous as kid, use the fucking last name to the nth of the earth. Like use it. Just use it. There was there was people. Unless wait, do you know L King? L King, no. X's and the O O O's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So whose daughter is that? I don't know. Is it? It's Rob Schneider's daughter. No. I would not. You're use kidding. That. Yeah, I would not use that name. It would have worked music. against her. Not in music. Yeah. <laughs> it would have worked against in her. In acting, yeah. But, you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I Maybe don't know. always use it. I don't know, but. Yeah. That's oh. one instance I'm just going to throw. That's Rob Schneider's daughter who mm-hmm. sings that song? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of Have here. Have you seen her too? She's like tatted up, blonde, like yeah. bigger. I, yeah. N- I, yeah. I would never have guessed that in a million years. No. That's funny. I think she was like, don't, no. He's like, just use my name. She's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good, good, Rob Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to actually see how I can get with L. King. And then if I need your name, I'll oh, use it, that's right? That's really funny. Yeah, I, in music, if you're going to be a, like a, a hardcore rock star, Rob Schneider's not going to do it for you. Is that don't use the name? Mm. Sometimes, huh? For a while, yeah. There was, uh, I remember that Eastwood daughter and... Uh, oh, Yeah. Who was who's who's the Meryl Streep daughter? She wasn't using Streep, oh, was yeah. she? Um, no, she wasn't. She uh, wasn't. Susan Sarandon's daughter wasn't using it either. Um, she was going by something else, and it was just like, why? Because they know why? you. Like Don't. all the people that are going to cast you have probably already met you on set or whatever, so they know who you are. Not the it's, casting directors, because they don't really come to set that much. That's true. And you're just looking at all these names coming across your desk, and it's like, why? Why is it going to be this person? I would literally say, because I'm Susan Sarandon's daughter. Like that. That's what I would. 
I guess, yeah. Hammer that home. Yeah. Hammer that one home. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't leave. Don't leave that because it's going to be a long, cold road to, you know. L. Who, Schneider. Now, when the, the younger Eastwood, that kid, that Scott, uh, was it yeah. Scott Eastwood? Like, he used it to the nth of like. And Con. Eastwood, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Con yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Scott Con. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. Why not? I guess why not? He looks why exactly not? like him, talks exactly like well, him. Well, da- the, the, both their dads are cool, are too. Badass. Where it's just yeah. Like, so yeah, eh, that's, that's, that's fucking thing. dope. Yeah. James Con lived in the Playboy Mansion for like four years. Um, after a divorce, was best friends with Hef, and yeah, I don't know. He was like, "Ah, oh, just come live with me." I was like, Ugh, "I guess, I guess." And it was like late, best way late to get over somebody. Seventies, yeah. early eighties, and it was just like, "Prime time over there." Yeah, prime time at the mansion oh, in the grotto. Yeah, oh <laughs> boy. I still don't know what a grotto is. AIDS didn't exist yet either. So it was just like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. Whatever we get tonight can be cured with a shot of penicillin. So who cares? Sure. Who fucking cares? Yep. And uh, Hef used to have these movie nights, you know, once a week over there. So I'm sure with with, with James Caan being your best friend. Give him a little. They're watching the fucking Godfather and he's telling them inside stories. Here's what happened. Um, Tell me he's not getting late. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't yeah. get you can't not get laid after that. <laughs> um, I saw the best thing ever though this week. What? Uh, the spaceship. Did you see the spaceship? Did you see the spaceship? Aliens are real, James. You're not going to convince me otherwise. Talk to the audience. The Russian. There was a Russian billionaire who's been financing these fucking crazy. Uh, I don't know. I guess you would call them cameras. Coke parties. Yeah. Coke parties, cameras like that that go into space and, um, you know, they're capturing everything in the galaxy and they, 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 they think, I mean, it was a clear as day, crystal clear photo of what they think is an alien spaceship. And that's their, uh, look, I saw the photo. I don't know what it is. It's super wide and thin and it, you know, it, it appears to be something like that or, it's just the the world's thinnest, most amazing piece of rock that happens to look like the Millennium Falcon. Um, Maybe. Yeah, come on. Come on. They're out. They're out there. They're out there. And now we're sending shit out there. So we're going to find out. Trump is putting people back on Mars and the mm-hmm. moon. Um, well, not back on Mars. Nobody's ever been on Mars. But he's going to send people to Mars and put, put people back, back on, on the, the moon. Yeah. yeah. Right on the sun. Huh? We need to get in there and see how That's hot it is. That's what we need to send people, huh? See how hot it is out there. Send him the sun. Um, so I look, I, I think we're getting closer and closer. I wish, I wish again with the JFK thing out, let's let's release the Roswell tapes. Let's let's release the alien evidence. The audience, James, has spoken. They they've heard the alien episode, like we know, uh-huh. you know, some mm-hmm. of the the lost tapes, sure. if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I also found that show, by the way. Uh, the the video portion of, of that the of the Barnes brothers, yeah. So we'll post that as well, and uh, maybe just go live with it one night. Um, just show the whole show that we shot in Roswell, so that way people can at least see what the fuck we were doing and why. And uh, that was a trip, though. It was interesting to see you too. Um. Uh, it, it's weird to hear my voice back then, like. It's definitely it not different. as deep. And then clean as well. You guys both yeah. sound completely yeah. different. Yeah. Look to- not totally different, but. Look similar. 
sort of. Um, I think it's just the voice. You yeah. guys look the same, but it looks it's the voice, and then you guys are just being fucking nut bars. So yeah, so I guess I, that's not weird. It's a fun it's show, a and we have we have it like we have the video converted. From it's fun. 2004. So we'll post it, and uh, I'm curious. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go watch it this weekend. I'm, I'm gonna I want to see if it holds up. Okay. I, I think it I, I think it does. I think it, it was does. A, it was originally shot as a uh, like a a fake public access show is what it what it was about these oh, two okay. about these two brothers who were or you know but then you do like Borat type stuff where you're like we talking do. to real people yeah, yeah, yeah. and getting their like real reaction to you too and, and it brings it back to the that that old school public access where you could go out and do like they used to call them remotes. I don't know what they call them now, but um, where, where, you know, news reporters would go out live into the crowd and like whatever happened, happened. And it was fucking crazy or it wasn't crazy. Like you never knew what you were going to get. And my father did some of that shit. And I I found those old tapes of him doing it. Yeah. And it was like, uh, that's kind of what we were hearkening back to was like, if you turned on like channel 13 back in the day Mm -hmm. of like UPN or whatever the fuck it was, and you saw some weird show with these two, local brothers who lived in your town doing this weird shit like that that's what that's what it would be got it um so i'm excited we're gonna we're gonna air it and i i haven't seen it in fucking years hearing the tapes was crazy that that was a fun episode i was like holy shit um so now that we'll have the video to go with it uh it'll be cool for the crowd and i you know we're doing a video obviously again and uh itunes iTunes is doing video as well for podcasts. So you have the option now to do the either press video or podcast. Yep. It's pretty sweet. You yeah. can do all of it right on iTunes. Right on iTunes and you can watch all of it. So maybe I'll put that show up on iTunes as well. So that way mm-hmm. people could watch it um with the rest of the 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 video cast. Um so so you can check it out as well. Um because nice. otherwise, you know, if you don't have Facebook or whatever, at least everybody has iTunes. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> I think, right? It's like a worldwide thing, ain't it? That costume is awesome. You could just like burp and turn it in, uh, into like your co- your character. Uh, well, well, that was uh, that was the character all day. I know. I, I drank about a half a half a carton of eggnog for that sketch earlier. Ooh. So really Ooh. feeling it on the inside. Welcome, welcome. Uh, feeling it on the inside. Um, there, there was one more weird story that really caught my fancy. What was it? There's a they they found this shark that was 512 years old. No. Yeah. It only grows like just a little at a time. And if you pull up this That's picture, not true. It, it it is. So okay. they they only grow like it starts off this like minuscule and they only grow by this. It's 512 years old and they have a picture of it and it looks like it, it looks fucking 500 years old. Old like, like wrinkly. I just it looks, Glasses, it looks bifocals. dead like it, it like somebody had pinned it to the bottom of the ocean. It's real dark and gray and prehistoric and and when they took this shot of it, it was like there's no fucking way. But I guess the previous record was like I don't know 478. There was a, oh. another shark that was 478 years old. So it was like oh all right. And they described the growing process of these sharks back in the day. And I was like fuck man, uh, it's creepy. What's it called. Um, you know, I'd have to look it up because there's meg megalodon megalodons, which isn't real, or is it real? Uh, yeah, megalodons is real. Okay, I, well, I, because look, I got kind I of. I was gifted a tooth. I have one of those teeth, but they're not around anymore. No, right. 
Suppose, so supposedly. These, I know, but that's why these things, these like oldest shark and the whole thing, I'm like, uh, is it? Or yeah. you guys, it's like a Loch Ness monster thing. Like, I, what is it? It's, uh, let me. Is this real? Greenland sharks. Um, and, so they're, they, and they're they're off the coast of Greenland or what? Apparently. And okay. they, they only grow one centimeter a year. Um, okay. And they, they said the shark is the world's oldest vertebrae and animal with a backbone uh, and may have been born in 1505 when Henry VIII was so 14 years old. So it's a dinosaur? No. Yeah. I mean, essentially, like that's, uh, the, you know, because there was land and sea dinosaurs and, you know. The alligators, one of them, crocodiles, like those date back to millions of years. You have a hard time with all of this shit. You don't believe anything <laughs> past like two two seven. Like what? What's the oldest? Yeah, what's a show you watched as a kid growing up? Like Andy Griffith or something like that was on like reruns. Yeah, Golden Girl. Lu- I love Lucy. Yeah, I don't think you believe anything past I love Lucy in, like your, early, in your life. Earlier than I love Lucy. Yeah, I don't think you believe anything. Um, yeah. Aliens, uh-uh. uh, dinosaurs. Uh-uh. Uh. <laughs> dinosaur. I believe in dinosaurs. It's not something you, you believe really? in. Right. That's science, you fuck. Well, it was millions of years ago, James. So I, you know, you have I a believe, hard time I believe in it. science. I don't believe in God. I believe in science. Science, yeah. So I, I believe in science. Okay. I mean, I'm look. I'm just checking. Like and facts. Well, this shark and is, like things that that are proven you, you, on a you, on a you guffawed at the shark, you laughed at this shark, and I don't I don't understand why, James. Because that's a really long time for something to be alive. Yeah, but if you grow one centimeter a year, that's sure, it. Sure, that's it. Sure, uh, sure. I guess the, I guess what what would be surprising about it is that it wasn't killed or captured or right. I mean, fifteen. I mean, that, like again, that's Loch Ness style shit. It, will, it would be if Lost Ness Monster was real. But that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. It's like this old like lo- 500 year old shark. So like- he, he, here's where I'll trade it in. Well, there was a pic- they have a picture of it and all of this shit and video. They've got video of it as well. So I, I watched the video on the picture. It's legit. The one that I, I will give you and I concede on was Loch Ness Monster. As a kid, I didn't even know you thought that one was. As a kid, I thought it was real. Bigfoot? I, I looked at that picture. Bigfoot? You think there's a Bigfoot out there? No. I don't think there's Bigfoot. Um, I thought maybe there was a Loch Ness Monster. Simply for the fact of like sharks like this, mm-hmm. to me it would be plausible if some kind of sea creature was out there living in, in the water. Because the, the depths of this, mm-hmm. to try to find these animals, like they're living so far down. It's like, all right, cool. You couldn't find them back in the day, but today we have so much te- technology with fucking sonar equipment and, and all of that shit mm-hmm. that you can find things where you're like, oh, man, I just pulled this bug, uh, you know, uh, out of the center core of the earth, out of the magma of the earth. And it's 400 years old and it's been living there forever. Like, I believe it now. Okay. So this is why I don't believe in Loch Ness Monster is they, I heard they ran a scan like sonar over, over that whole lake. Okay. Nothing, and they were like, "Hey, we would have we would have found it here, you know." Yeah. So that one, I, I I've given up on. Where it's like, I think technology is there. Where I believe it, like they scan the lake. There's no fucking monster there, right? Uh, cool. I moved on with my life. Okay. Bigfoot. Obviously, they don't have the technology or anything for that. But there's been too many people hunting Bigfoot or looking for Bigfoot and those reality shows that have been going on for years. 
um, that I, I think by now, if if it was real, they would have. Somebody in a suit across the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Just walking in slow-mo or some weird plastic you know, ass I don't footprints. Know. <laughs> yeah. um, I think they would have found Bigfoot by now. So that's no, that's checked off the list as well. And, you know, I look at that old Patterson footage. Ironically, he's got my last name of the guy who took that video of Bigfoot. The, you know, the. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> walking in you know big giant steps uh-huh. i look at that footage and i was like come on man that looks like a shitty costume but i and i always have right but yeah, i was willing to at least entertain it of like all right maybe there's some places we haven't gone or seen or mm-hmm. or whatever now i i think the only places that exist like that are deep at the bottom of the ocean because you know it look if james cameron doesn't spend fucking eight years of his life building those stupid cameras to look through the titanic i I don't know that we know about any of this shit now you know right because they're finding new and or old species of of life form because of his new whatever that submarine thing is that he you know invented oh yeah 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 you know, and it's got it's all decked out with his special cameras and all that shit and so they're always using that i mean what james cameron Ironically, this is how rich you can be is if you're rich enough, he, he's gone the deepest of, of any explorer in history. He wasn't an explorer. He was an explorer when he got rich and then built this submarine and decided yeah. to do it. Like he makes movies. You can be that rich. Like you can be rich enough to become an explorer and set records. Like he's like, if you really wrap your mind you around go that. into space. Like, yeah. 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 Richard Branson and mm-hmm. fuck man. Uh, James Cameron has gone. The deepest out of anyone has ever gone in the ocean is James fucking Cameron. Like, are you kidding me? There's people that spend their entire life in marine biology and all that shit. And they don't get to do sniff anywhere near that. But James Cameron spends all this money on a little fucking yellow submarine and just goes down and guess what? I'm this is as deep as you get. Isn't this incredible? Um, now he's in all the record books and you know. Great. Go and take my boat now that I've set the record and go do whatever the fuck yeah. you're going to do. And do whatever you science. find down there, I own because you're going to find it on my boat. Right. Yeah. Do science, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is crazy. Um, but he's not the first like, you know, Ted Turner, I remember, was in all of those because uh, Ted Turner is like a, an icon for me growing up in Georgia, um, inventing TBS and Turner and, and all of that shit. Like when he got rich enough, he was in the America's Cup where, you know. Those, those boat races that are just you're yeah. grinding across the thing. And he's won like t- he won like two of them. Because he could buy like a team. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, buy, you buy a team, you buy a boat, and you mm-hmm. do it. I, look, Sponsorship. The, yeah, the races are fucking grueling. Like I watched a, a documentary on one of them, and like a bunch of people have died over the years doing them. So I'm not going to slight him for that. Because it is, that's some man shit out there where you're like, cool. Sure. You're out in sea and, and you know... I, I'm pretty sure people died on his boat um, as well uh, as, as others. And uh, he did it. I mean, congratulations. Fuck. It's amazing. And, you know, you see him partying with champagne and fucking, ah, yeah. But, you know, let's face it. If you're not rich, you can't, you can't win the America's Cup. You can't have a boat. And nobody's no. going to certainly ask you to join a team of, of boatsmen at that age, you know, right. and be like, oh, God, you know what I really need is this thin, older man. Yeah. Uh, who's super rich to get on the boat, yeah, old timer, to to pull the ropes, to <laughs> yeah. go to the dreams do come true. <laughs> um, no, 
They're they're not gonna do that. Chips ahoy, or whatever <laughs> they say, you know. Chips ahoy. Don't they say that in the boating community? I think so. Ah, what I need I, a boat. I, yeah, we now do. I need a boat. Now you need a boat because you know oh. all you know all the lingo. Yeah. Yep. Um. Speaking of man shit, I've got some cookies to make for the cookie exchange, oh, otherwise yeah. known as Jables Super Bowl. Yeah, that is your Super Bowl. You want to tell? I'll you want to tell? Some you wanna, pictures. Yeah, I'll you want to tell the pics. audience about it? About what the cookie exchange? Yeah, this is this gets this gets heated. It's the biggest party of the year. It is. It is. Um, I wait for the invite. Yep. Every year because sometimes you don't get invited. It's a very exclusive. Sure. Um, you know, group. It's the uh, the party. It's the best. It is. Santa's there. It's the be- it's Real the best, life the best. Santa. Yeah. Santa's wife. The real live one. Okay. Um, cookie competition. Yeah. And it gets fierce and it gets real. Yeah, it does. It gets real, real quick. moms with time on their hands, okay? Oh, it is. So you better watch out. Um, Why? What do you want to say about it? Every, like last year, you were driven to... Almost madness, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. beyond that. to madness. um, Hysterical blindness. Yeah. Um, I was like... You yelled at me when I came into the kitchen to grab my car keys as if I, I had literally... Stepped into my own personal, like my bakery, yeah, like yeah. you had come in the back and you were some stranger. Yeah. Uh, it, it was like I walked in with J-Law and you were like, what the fuck? Get her out of here. Yeah. I don't need to see that. And I grabbed my keys and I left. And mm, uh, To grab me some more chocolate. I didn't think you were going to make it. I didn't think your cookies would Last turn out. Last year, yeah. Because um, it starts at a, at a certain time and you have to get the cookies in at a certain time. And I I didn't think you were going to do it. That's with everything, man. You know, it's all planning. It's all (laughs) preparation. It's all, you know. Tell me you're you're, you're doing it the night before, right? I'm saying I need to be done with this show because I need to go and like start. Sure, sure. And it's tomorrow. Yes. So I need to be going from now till all through tomorrow. We have a huge weekend ahead. So we have the Cookie Exchange. Uh, both of us are in the fantasy football playoffs, and this yes. is the game that will determine who goes to the Super Bowl. Huge. Um, we have the fundraiser. Yes. Uh, we also have a live show December 20th in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yes. At uh, Wilmington Brewery. And uh, there's no tickets. It's free. A lot of everybody's hit me up. They're like, oh, man, is there Just tickets? Just come. Just come. It's free. Just hang out, drink some beers. Giving away uh, signed copies of A Night Shakras while he rides a steed. We're giving away free t shirts. Signed copies of Range 15. I'm giving away these gloves. Yep. Okay. To any, uh, anybody that wants them. We're doing uh, back-to-back shows with Drinking Bros podcast. And uh, we're giving out some signed Range 15 DVDs. Some of the cast from Range 15 is going to be there. We're Jack Mandeville. We're just going to be crazy and talk shit. And, and just getting and drunk. Drink. And yeah. And we're going to shoot it. We're going to film it. So yeah. it'll be up and uh, out into the world. But this is we, we've got like a powerful four or five days coming up heading into the holidays. Yeah, and it starts now for me. It does. It does. Are you nervous? Very. Uh, d- very. You, every year in the cookie exchange, do you think you're going to be good enough? No. 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 I like that. And I know my competition, you know, last year, store-bought one, and it was a big controversy. Sure, sure. It was a... Store- controversy. Controversy in the cookie game. <laughs> yeah. Controversy. Crime corner. Crime corner. It was corner. a crime corner yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I bet it was. Um, it came out, uh, not, not openly, but the girl was like, isn't it crazy? I want it. I just like bought them at the store and I 
my friend had to hold my hand down yeah. from not just what and yeah. just like giving her a rap on the beat stabbing her yeah. with my fork so it's a big it's a big deal high and then stakes it, high stakes and um you know no one found out about that but i it's a big deal sure. and again it's about pride yeah, so if, that, if you is. can sleep at night winning with store-bought cookies at the cookie exchange that's up to you yeah. and that's on you yeah, yeah 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 for sure so for sure uh that'll bring us to the revolutionary figure of the day shall we we shall revolutionary figure of the day is uh is a lot like jables um before the cookie uh bake off if you will the cookie exchange hmm. you're living on a prayer jabes and mm-hmm. and this goes out to bon jovi oh mr jonathan bon jovi oh. i'm kidding i don't know if his name is jonathan I don't know. <laughs> Probably not Jobo. It'd be, it'd be off. <laughs> it's Jobo, right? Well, it's JBJ. A lot of people call him JBJ, but uh, Jobo is sweet. I like Jobo. <laughs> John Bon. But it would be Bojo. Bojo. Um, yeah, bon, Bojo. Yeah. Bonjo. Bojo. Yeah, yeah Bojo. Bojo, but, sorry. But if it is Jonathan Bon Jovi, then it would be <laughs> Jobo Joe. Jobo so, Joe. Yeah, Jobo Joe. Um, got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. Um, you know why this makes me happy? Like, really happy? Why? Do you know who got left out because Bon Jovi got in? What? Who? Radiohead. <laughs> Radiohead. Well, you got to play the hits, Radiohead. <laughs> exactly. Is that your thing? We've You've done shows about this. Hits. We've done shows about this where it's like, you show up at a Radiohead show. You get Radioheaded. Yeah, you get Radioheaded. Bojo would never do that fucking no. shit to you. It's living on a prayer like, mm. bring. Note He's one. He's playing the hits. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <alive>. my life. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's now or never. Yeah. He's, and he slides right into the goose. He's, 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 he's giving you nothing but Nothing but the hits. hits. He doesn't have anything he's workshopping, working on. Jobo. It's all super produced yeah. singles. Yeah. And the fact that we've talked about this numerous times about Radiohead concerts where we love Radiohead. We're huge Love. fans of radio. Talented motherfucker. Yes. Every Genius. album is, is amazing. Genius. I still have not heard a bad album out of those guys. Like, sure. And, but every time we go and see them, we never hear. Like, you get radio headed. Yeah. And now I just want to hear fake little plastic trees. And it, I never, never hear. Like this. Instead, we'll hear this. Mm, like, here's something I was working on in my garage mm-hmm. when I almost killed myself two years ago. And you're uh-huh. like, wait, what? Like, oh. This never got released. No, it's just fucking. I play what I want. Uh-huh. I think like uh-huh. the piano's like he. It's back to the audience. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. the piano? You never All see of his them. face. They're playing to like They're their own the family back. and like friends. This new. Yeah, and the rest of us, we get radio headed every time. So the fact that they got radio headed by Bon Jovi, I love is it. So fucking play funny the to hits. me. That yeah. Play the hits, Radiohead. Play Creep. Just play Creep. One time, play Creep. One time in the Encore. Just play Creep in the Encore. It's like, who fucking cares? That's it. Play play Creep one time. And then in between, play your little fucking workshop bullshit. Don't don't bring your fucking suicide song that you wrote about your buddy out on stage. That's not even on a fucking album. I don't want to hear it. So the fact that they got got Radioheaded by Bon Jovi could not make me more proud. And you know for a fact. Because all of these bands, when they get they get elected and they go into the induction ceremonies, they, they play their hits. They play the songs and usually some. You can guarantee that fucking JBJ is going to go out there and play oh. goddamn JBJ. He doesn't have anything. I'm telling you, he Boom. does not have any other songs but hits. Yeah. He doesn't even have any other ones. No. 
No. Okay. That's all he knows how to do. That's all he knows how to do is play hits and play look, it. Look. My life. If you want to fucking hit, you got to fucking hit from Bon Jovi, okay? You got to fucking hit from Bon Jovi. Don't come at me with that shit. (laughs) Um. uh, (laughs) Well, this is fun. A bed of roses. I mean, come on. On a a bed of roses. I want to lay. I don't think that's right. But those are the words. Yeah, those are the words. Uh, (laughs) This was fun. We're going to let Jables go and cook. Uh, those of you watching the video show, enjoy the black eye. And if you're just tuning in now, good luck trying to figure out what it was from. Uh, we love you. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.